When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, everybody, we're back from that quick break. Uh, and Nick, let's let's dive into some of these uh, coaching staff hires. Obviously, we, we talked about the players that are going to benefit from Sean Payton. Uh, but the next step in all of this, Nick, other than the Broncos officially announcing that they've hired Sean Payton, is hiring a staff. Uh, there's already been quite a few names thrown out there. Uh, we'll dive into the offensive side in a bit because I don't think it's as important because we know Sean Payton's going to be calling plays as he did for 15 years in New Orleans. The big rumor out there right now is could he bring back Vic Fangio, what would that look like? Obviously, you know, some people think, um, you know, that'd be a great fit. Obviously, great defensive coordinator. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but, well, actually, Nick, as uh, I sit here, I just checked my phone. Um, Adam Schefter is tweeting that um, Vic Fangio, after the Super Bowl, is going to officially become the Dolphins' defensive coordinator. Um, so, I guess that ends that conversation, Nick. Um, what does that mean, I guess, for the Broncos and Sean Payton, what he might want to do? And and also, I mean, I was going to bring up Evero. I guess this opens the door for Evero uh, to return as well. Yeah, it does. And I guess uh, you, you, you celebrate on two fronts. I guess uh, everyone down in Miami is celebrated because that was kind of op- up in arms of as far as what Vic Fangio was going to do. And he just seemed as though he was swinging them along. But that helps out Mike McDaniel. And then you think about a guy like Bradley Chubb. Uh, that's going to help out that defense. We know Vic Fangio has been great in a defensive coordinator position, not so much a head coach. So they're solidified in Miami. But this definitely opens the door for Evero. Hopefully he stays here. I was hoping that that would be the situation. But you still have to wonder, George, even if Evero and Sean Payton were to get on the same page and he were to stay here because Evero did a great job with the defense, you still have to wonder with the certain level of control that Sean Payton may have, will he try to get Evero to change certain members on the staff to bring in people who he is, uh, I guess, uh, familiar with? So that is something that, well, we have to wait and see uh, what happens with that. Yeah, and, and while you're talking, Nick, I also saw on, on Twitter that Mike Silver uh, of NFL Network, I believe, is reporting that Sean Payton and, and Evero are meeting today to discuss his future in Denver. Uh, it sounds like maybe Payton wants to keep him, but like you said, you know, does that come with staff changes? Does that mean he has to get rid of, you know, certain position coaches, things like that? You know, Evero is also still up for uh, the Colts job, which 
we kind of know the direction that's heading in. I don't think he's going to get that job. He's also a finalist for the Cardinals job. I don't think he'll get that. I don't know. Both those searches have been wild to say the least. So I don't really know what's going to happen in those two places. And then he's also up Nick. Like if, if he wants to leave, obviously he's under contract, but um, I think there's a way out of here. If, if he wants to leave, he's going to be one of those top defensive coordinator choices. I know the Vikings uh, are waiting to see what happens with him because they want to try and get him in Minnesota. Uh, so I think there's some decisions to be made for Evero of, you know, does he want to stay around? Like I've said previous times, he was best friends with Nathaniel Hackett. So I don't know if that's rubbed him the wrong way, That how that whole thing went down. Um, I think he's got a great relationship with the players, and the players would obviously prefer for him to stay. But I think it's going to be some tough decisions for Evero, too, in just terms of uh, what's he want to do. Do you think that there is a possibility? Because I know that, hey, Vic Fangio was a good defensive mind, but he wasn't the best guy as far as uh, building those off-the-field relationships with his players. And that's not to say that as a coach you have to be the best friend of your players, but it helps to be able to talk to them and communicate with them and at least know certain members in their family. You don't have to know them well, but be able to know that, hey, man, Justin Simmons' wife's name is this. Do you think that for, I guess for the sake of argument, that that played a role in this whole conversation of Vic coming here to to Denver now staying in Miami that the players or some key players might have voiced their opinion? Yeah, I mean, look, it's the the two years that I covered Vic, I think there was a respect for Vic. I think they understood that he knows what he's doing defensively. Uh, Obviously, they had a lot of success on that side of the ball. But there wasn't that passion um, to play for Vic, right? Uh, the win-win for the Gipper type mentality from these guys. Whereas this last year, Nick, even though they were losing games, um, you know that every single player on that side of the ball loved Ejiro Evero and, and loved playing in this system. And a lot of them obviously were very successful, had some of their best seasons in the NFL. So uh, I think that this is something that that played a huge factor in it is he's got a very, very strong relationship with a lot of these players. Uh, He's someone that I think a lot of guys trust. Obviously he did a heck of a job his first year as the defensive coordinator. And I'm sure Sean Payton saw that and said, you know, why would we not just keep this guy? Whereas it would be a very awkward situation to bring back a guy um, that didn't have that same connection with the players and was let go by the organization just a year ago. So, um, you know, I, I think that that, that all played a role in this. Well, you know what? While you were saying that, my phone buzzed. And uh, I guess that press conference for Sean Payton is scheduled for Monday. It's reported that CEO Greg Penner is playing in the Pebble Beach uh, Pro-Am this week. Classic. And and, uh, he's going to play with uh, Josh Kroenke uh, in in the Pro-Am. I guess that's his, uh, his partner. So so yes, there it is right there. Uh, the That's that Walmart money playing in Pebble Beach. Yeah, playing in Pebble Beach, and his official uh, Sean Payton's a press conference will be held uh, on Monday. And Pebble Beach, man, talk about rich people problems. Wow. Yeah, that's great. But hopefully, too, we'll we'll figure out some staff changes by then. I mean, it sounds like there's a good chance we. I mean, if if the conversation goes well today between Payton and Evero, I wonder if we find out today that Evero's staying. Um, which I think would be huge for the Broncos. And and I think the pitch from Sean Payton, if he, if he, if he wants to keep Evero and maybe there's some hesitation from Evero is, Hey, stick around for one more year. Maybe you didn't get the head coaching job this year, but 
we're going to win some football games next year. We're bringing back the majority of that defensive side of the football. Um, you know, there's some a couple free agents over there, but I'm sure they intend to you know bring back an Alex Singleton. I think Draymond Jones might get franchise tagged, so you're, you're bringing back a lot of that production. Stick around one more year. We're going to win some football games. You're going to have a top five, top ten defense again next year, uh, and then you'll go get a head coaching job. You know, and I think that that would be my pitch. So it'll be interesting to see Nick, but that's some big news today that we found out that Vic Fangio is going to the Dolphins, and it sounds like maybe uh, Sean Payton is trying to keep Evero in Denver. Well, you know what, George, that is um, a worthwhile proposition, uh, considering you know taking into consideration that if Azure Evero wants to really be a head coach, and it's just like, well, Nick, how can you say that? Of course, he wants to be, but that's not the case for. Everyone, yeah, just because you receive an interview doesn't necessarily mean that you want to uh, be a head coach. Think about it. Fangio, I mean, he got his first head coaching opportunity, and he was in the league, what, 40-plus years? So I, I like the direction that you're going if Evero wants to go in that direction. And it could happen if these both, both of these guys can kind of uh, get on the same pace. So it's an excellent proposition because here's what we do know what happens in the NFL and all you have to do is look at what happened with San Francisco 49ers and D'Amico Ryans and Kyle Shanahan. If the team plays better as a group, even if one side plays better than the other, but if they win games and they get in the playoffs, teams are like, Hey, we want that guy. We want some of that juice or whatever they are squeezing out with that team out in Denver. So this may be the, the best opportunity for him. But once again, it comes down to the level of control. If Sean Payton is saying, okay, I'm going to let you, Zero Evero, have the defensive side of the ball, and I'm going to man the offensive side of the ball, then, hey, we're good. You do what you want. Whoever you want, um, you get those guys. I may ask that you bring one guy in, make one tweak to your roster, bring in Chris Rashard. And, and, and even I would, if I was talking to Evero, I would tell him to do it because Rashard is one hell of a DB coach. Now, I mean, that's something you won't really have to wor uh, worry about. I know you talk about Coach Parker, but Chris Rashard, man, he, he is one of those guys. And not to say that we're trying to duplicate the Legion of Boom or the no-fly zone, but now you have a secondary who's well-coached, and we'll see a guy like Damari Mathis take his game to a whole different level. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see, Nick. I, I Again, it, it, I think Evero has some some choices to make. Obviously, we kind of have to see how the Colts and Cardinals conversations play out. I don't think those are going to happen, but um, we'll have to find that maybe, out. But maybe that's maybe that's the call right there. That, <laughs> exactly. But it'll be interesting to see. Definitely something to follow these next few days, and I'm sure again we'll we'll know more uh, when when Pebble Beach is over. Um, and uh, we get a press conference finally on Monday. Quickly, Nick, before we wrap up today's podcast, what do you want to see on the offensive staff? Uh, I know there's been some talk about Joe Lombardi, who was let go um, from the Chargers. Uh, he was their offensive coordinator there for a few years. Uh, he was let go, uh, and he obviously knows Sean Payton was the quarterback's coach for a long time in New Orleans. Uh, maybe he's the offensive coordinator. I know there's been talk about Daryl Bevel, uh, who obviously knows Russell Wilson. Uh, and is the passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach in Miami. Maybe he could come. Uh, and then the offensive line coach, Mike Munchak, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, it seems like that's a very real possibility. Uh, Nick, what do you want to see from the offensive coaching staff? Well, I'm going to start with the running back room. Uh, Skip Pete, man, when I coached on the San Francisco 49ers, I got a chance to uh, talk to talk to him. And he's coached some, uh, some, some great running backs in this league. I think he would be great in that room as far as getting those guys uh, on track. 
As far as uh, wide receivers, I mean, this is not fantasy football, but I would like to see Reggie Wayne come in because I think uh, his leadership and his experience as a wide receiver could definitely help out that young group. And it would definitely help out guys like Corlin Sutton help take his game to, to the next level. As far as OC, you know, you have to think that Sean Payne is going to have a lot to do with that. So he wants to bring in someone that has a like mind with him. But the idea of having Derek Bevel come in here, I mean, that that makes sense. Or even having, you know, Brian Schottenhelmer come in, maybe not so much as the OC, but maybe the quarterback coach, right? Because once again, we talk about trying to get Russell to show the world that he has uh, hasn't lost anything and he's still the same person. So right off bat, those are a couple of guys that I thought about. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that there's a good chance that, um, you know, the, the coach, the offensive coaching staff are going to be guys that worked in New Orleans with Sean Payton or, or very closely or, um, you know, or somebody that he knows very well. But again, it's not as I, I don't think it's as crucial or as important just because Sean Payton is going to be running the show. He's going to be calling the plays. So I know we talked about, Nick, the most important hire, you know, if, whoever the head coach is, is going to be offensive coordinator. Well, the offense coordinator is technically Sean Payton. So. Um, you know, th that's a good thing. I, I think the O-line coach is going to be crucial. Um, you know, I think that that's where of any position group on this team, Nick, they have to get better. Uh, and luckily they got a head coach that has historically had great offensive lines. So I think he's going to fill that position. Well, I think it'd be smart to give Mike Munchak a call. I have no idea if he'd be interested. Obviously he's towards the end of his career, but uh, this offensive line did well under him. Uh, and I think that he could fit what Sean Payton wants to do. Obviously, they know each other very well. So I, I think that that's a very important hire. Uh, and then, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see what they do with the wide receivers coach. I mean, Zach Azani has been here a very long time. I, I don't think he'll be retained. I don't really know. Uh, mm -hmm. He was the one guy off of the previous staff that was retained on that offensive staff this last year on, on Hackett's staff. So I don't know. Maybe they keep him around. Um, but Reggie Wayne would be awesome. That'd be, that'd be a heck of a hire. I know, I think he was the Colts wide receivers coach this last year, wasn't yes, he? he was. So was. Uh, I, I wonder if Sean Payton could lure him uh, to Denver. I think that'd be a heck of a hire. So uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see, Nick, uh, who they end up hiring. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? I think uh, next week when we talk next, maybe we'll have a press conference under our belt. Well, hopefully we will have a press conference under our belt by then. And we, we will have more insight on why so long and what uh, went into this process. But right now, I'm just, uh, I'll celebrate Sean Payton being here. And I will reserve a little of my excitement until I see what things look like in those first couple of games to start the 2023 season. Just remember, Nick, whatever they tell you, he was not their number one choice. I don't believe you, Greg. I don't believe you. Don't spin zone me. You can't spin zone me. Well, really uh, quickly, I mean, that was the first thing Adam Schefter said, right? Yeah. And the moment he said that, I was just like, I almost spit out my tea. I was like, really, Adam? Is that what we're doing? I get it. Yeah. I understand it. But, I mean, no one in America really believes that. But they say, man, a lie is not a lie unless you believe it, right? Exactly. So I don't know. Nick, you say a lot of things during this podcast and I'm like, I don't know if that's correct, but we'll go with it. So, <laughs> uh, but that's a, that's another episode of touchdown Denver. Thanks to everybody for listening. Make sure you guys like subscribe to the podcast and we will see you guys next week on Tuesday.